The following is simply the opinions of two South Carolina citizens. The views expressed herein are not endorsed by any employers, family members, or government employees. This podcast may contain adult language, atypical thinking, and just plain craziness. Be advised that critical thought may be a side effect of exposure to this content. Enjoy the show. Conversation Kershaw County and beyond, actually. Beyond, yeah. So we're uh We're out there. We are way out there. I'm Matt. I'm Mike. And uh this is the Vote Map Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us again. This is episode 28. Um every time I number the I say the number of episodes that we're on, I just think back to when we were like, yes, seven episodes. This is this <laughs> right. is right. This is the pen we've made it. Seven episodes. Um so episode 28, and it's just me and Mike tonight. We're uh, Today is September 10th. Mm-hmm. We were just sitting doing show prep before this, and we were saying we have to acknowledge uh, what tomorrow is. Yep. Um, so tomorrow is September 11th, and it's the 19th anniversary. Yep. Um, those of us who are at a, of a certain age... I guess, um, can remember vividly what we were doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what I wanted to talk about is the, the night before. Do you remember what you were doing the night before? Not particularly. Yeah, it's strange, right? Yeah. Now, like a, an event can happen and you can remember exactly what you were doing that day. Um, I'm sure the night before I was putting the kids to bed. Actually, my one son. I only had one son at the time. Yeah. Tim. He was newborn. He was a baby. He was just born in May. So was that four months old? Yeah. You know, still a baby. Um, I was in middle school. So yeah, yeah, eighth grade. So I, I remember when it came on the TV in class. Twenty-one at the time. Yeah, so I'm twenty-one. Um, in the military. <clears throat> Actually, in the reserves at this time. I'd got off active duty in 2000, and I had gone into the reserves. But I was in a um, military intelligence unit. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, trying to think of like how much detail I can go into. Um, I, leading up to September 11th, there was chatter. Some weird, like, weird shit was going down mm-hmm. um, that we were briefed on. And we knew something's going to happen. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't w- when it's going to happen. We don't know who it's going to happen to or who's going to be involved. But there's something fucking weird going on. Um, We knew it was going to be Islamic terrorism mm-hmm. or some kind of something like that. An yeah. attack somewhere. Um, <clears throat> when on the morning of September 11th, I was working 
we went on break. We heard that a small plane had hit World Trade Center, um, and we're waiting on more news. So we sat there and we, we went to the gas station. I was like, oh, wow, that's a crazy accident. We went in a gas station to get some coffee and some donuts or whatever, come back out, and the news was still going and going about it. And it was like a comedy radio show that we were mm-hmm. listening to, but they were serious. No, it was every every media outlet. Um, and as we were listening on the radio, the second plane hit. And um, that's when we knew it was intentional and mm-hmm. it was an act of terrorism. Um, now there's people listening to our podcast where you say, well, it's not a plane. It was a hologram. It was a missile. It was a fucking controlled demolition, whatever. Um, I, I immediately went home, um, called my wife, told her to come home, got the baby and we watched it the replay of what happened, what, what happened. We saw the first plane hit. Mm-hmm. There's a recording of the first plane hitting. Then the recording of the second plane hitting. Um, that was not the first, it, it wasn't a hologram. Yeah. It's not. Now we can talk about what hit the Pentagon. Mm-hmm. If you want to talk That's about that. That's a different story. Or the, uh, uh, what was the other flight one? Flight yeah. Um, yeah. And everybody, you know, well, like I told you, Mike, I, I listened to an hour and a half of radio traffic from dispatch and the New York Fire Department um, from the initial call out until the fifth alarm was struck. And then they called all off-duty firefighters and police officers mm-hmm. to come to Manhattan. Um, they had every ambulance. And, and um, <clears throat> when you hear the calm in these men's voices... Um, and you can hear some of the guys on the radio responding and you know that they're dead today. Yeah. They died on that day, but they went regardless of what you feel about the event of nine 11 and why it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, the men of the FDNY, NYPD, Port Authority and the EMS, they were running towards those towers. I'm sure there were plenty of civilians doing the same too. Yeah. I mean, helping people get out of those buildings. Um, the, the stories are endless Mm -hmm. of the heroism on that day. Um, I watched live on live TV. I watched it while I was holding my four month old son. I watched the towers collapse. That same son on October 1st will be going into the Navy and he will probably be deployed somewhere in support of a global war on terrorism that is fighting the same war that started that day. Yep. Um, that absolutely breaks my heart. Yeah. That is a lifetime at war. I mean... Think of the guys who they had enlisted in 2001. Yeah. Like after they graduated high school in May of 2001, they enlisted in the army. Mm-hmm. That's an entire military career spent on a combat footing. Yep. Um, it's absolutely amazing. We have Sergeant Major Payne, who is a graduate of Lugolf Elgin High School, went into the 2nd Ranger Battalion, or not 2nd Ranger, he went into the Rangers Battalions, um, 
in 2002, he joined the army. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> He's going to be awarded the Medal of Honor for his actions in Iraq. He has spent his entire adult life up to this point fighting a war. Um, you have young men and women who joined the FDNY in 2001 who know only firefighting post 9-11. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we talk about like the new norm, I remember going to my son's room that day as he was sleeping in that morning and I had tears in my eyes and I picked him up and I told, and I was talking to him. Obviously he didn't know what I was saying, but I would say, you'll never know what, what it was like mm-hmm. before today. Everything's changed. I remember specific, like saying, you're not going to know what it was like before today. Um, we talk about the new norm with this fucking coronavirus bullshit. It is nothing compared to that day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> no, I mean, that was that was the beginning of a lot of things. I mean, uh, the Patriot, it was the, the kickoff for the Patriot Act. Yeah. The absolute getting rid of all of our rights to privacy. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, we could, we could do a whole series of episodes on September 11th when we talk about Tower 7. Mm-hmm. Um, all that kind of shit. I mean, but you can hear on the radio traffic, you can hear them, you know, go to Tower 5. Tower three, all these different buildings they were calling tower. They're really just high rise buildings um, in the complex of the One World Trade Center that were burning. That were because Mm -hmm. debris had fallen from the tower when the plane struck and it crashed into these buildings and they were making them structurally unsound. And there was fires there and people were trapped. Um, So I just want to acknowledge that on the show that that's what tomorrow is. It's um, some other time we'll get into some of the funny business right. involved with it, but not not this week. No, yeah. um, a lot of people died that day. Yeah, and they didn't need to die. And we are still feeling the shockwaves of that day. Yeah, and um, this kind of ties into the topic of for today's show, which is our dude time mm-hmm. as we're calling it or men's mental health. And it's not to discount women's mental health. Um, I feel personally, I am not qualified to speak on women's mental health, No, barely qualified to speak on men's mental health, <laughs> but I do have some experience in, in this um, arena, you know, being in the military for as long as I was, um, I joined in 1997 uh, I actually enlisted in 96. I had to spend my senior, senior year in high school. I was already enlisted. And then I left for basic training in uh, 97 after I graduated. Um, but since 9-11, mental health has become a huge issue. Um, it's a big issue that is not talked about a lot. It's now gaining traction and people are mm-hmm. starting to recognize that, yeah, I do have trauma from events in my past and PTSD from this or that, not just military personnel. Yeah. Um, although 
They certainly do. Mm-hmm. We do. I would say we. Um, just joining the military and going through basic training, like if you're in a combat MOS, like I don't know, a lot of people don't know this, but in the army, if you're in a combat arms, which is like infantry, engineers, artillery, um, armor, like mm-hmm. cavalry, you go to your base, your one station unit training. Yeah. <clears throat> so like uh, the engineers are Fort Leonard Wood, infantry are Fort Benning, uh, armor and cavalry, they're at Fort Benning now. They used to be at Fort Knox and the artillery is in Oklahoma. Those are the, the combat arms OSIT training. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone else goes to BCT or basic combat training. So all of my training was done in one spot and I think it was 13 weeks for us. I think the infantry at that time was 11 weeks. Um, and I don't know about the other guys, but 13 weeks of brutal training mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's, it is brutal as, and compared to the other basic trainings, the BCT and BCT is brutal compared to fucking community college yeah you know right. um it's pretty fucking traumatic when you're driven driven out into the woods in the middle of the night mm-hmm. in a cattle truck in a, in a trailer on behind a semi that's used for cattle then you're getting screamed at and yell, you know you have no fucking clue where you are mm-hmm. um it's just wild so it's gonna make an uh, uh an indention in your brain yeah <laughs> and then you get to the combat a- combat aspect um but for us, for men in modern times in 2020, I feel like we have lost touch. Some of us have lost touch with what it means to be a man. For sure. Um, I think that's partially social engineering. Yeah. Not just losing touch, but intentionally Shaming. pushing it yeah. away. And, and, yeah. yeah, making you feel ashamed for being a man. Mm-hmm. Um I was telling, talking to a, a friend of mine who's having some troubles with his significant other, and it came down to security, where his woman, I'll say, is, you know, whatever you can call me, whatever for saying this, but yeah. his woman, um, in my opinion, was feeling insecure in their situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I mean is a lack of security, a lack of that safety feeling yeah. of, you know, financial security, emotional security, even physical security. It could come down to mm-hmm. that. Um, and it's our role as a man to provide that. Yep. Women, on the other hand, in my opinion, should allow us to provide that. Now, mm-hmm. if a man is failing, women are more than capable of stepping up yep. and doing that. Um, there's a lot of families where the woman is the breadwinner mm-hmm. and the man stays home. Um, we could talk about how that could, you know, could be good. Mm-hmm. It could fuck up the family dynamic. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but that's for the individual couple to figure out. We're not going to judge anybody for their situation. Mm. Um, that's just for y'all to figure out. But I know from my experience that women need to feel secure. They need to feel safe. Um, and when they don't, they can they feel panicked. Like I have to be the one to make this happen. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Have you felt, have you seen that yourself? Not personally. Um, I've always held down pretty decent jobs. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I've always been a nut about security, mm-hmm. um, physical security. Yeah. Um, I'm about as emotionally literate as a bag of hammers. So, I mean, <laughs> I'm not good on that point. But. It's hard. Like, we have to train our, our man brains mm-hmm. to uh, pick up on the subtle clues that the women are putting down. Yeah. And women could also do better with vocalizing Vocalizing (laughs) things. Now, the problem you run into is women, they'll, the things that they vocalize, they don't necessarily want us to fix it for Mm -hmm. them, but men are fixers. Yep. We're problem solvers. So women will say, Oh, I had such a terrible day at work today. So-and-so is such a bitch. And she's, you know, doing this and this and And we'll say, well, like, well, why don't you just fucking, you know, Tell her to shut the fuck up yeah. or show up to work on time or do better at work, whatever. And that's not exactly what they want to hear. No. Really what they want to hear is like, oh, that really fucking sucks. Yep. I'm sorry. You have to go through that, baby. You got to listen. Yeah, that's it. Just just let them vent. And you got to actually listen. Yes. Uh, that's the bad. You got to do it, guys. You, you got to actually listen. Yeah, don't be watching the fucking TV and yeah. be like, oh, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or at least be good about pretending. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, there's a way to be an active listener, yeah, right? Yeah, no, there is. Look them in their face, actually care about what they're saying and care about their feelings. Yep. And if you don't, then, dude, you got some work to do on yep. yourself, man. Because right? what's going to happen? Okay, so this is, I don't pick up on this shit very well. And it'll build up. Uh, the wife and I, we never fight. But little things will build up and build sure. up and build up. And we're not, neither of us is very good at talking about things before they get bad. Mm. And then it'll all yeah. come out. That's you, that's the norm. That's usually yeah. how it happens. Yeah. And it's not terrible when we fix it. And mm-hmm. That's that. But you will come across things, though, that you can't fix. Um, no. I mean... She needs me to go kill a bear in the backyard. All right, I'll go kill a bear. I can do that. Yeah. But I can't make the kids <laughs> stop sneaking out at night. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Or, sleep you know. Too, like, right. Right. So. In my situation, you know, work is, gets tough sometimes mm-hmm. for her. And I can't change anything about her work situation. No. But I can lead... Um, from the standpoint of providing her with some sort of um, a sense of security, knowing that I'm here to listen to your problems. Mm-hmm. I'm here to let you, you can vent to me. And then some other day we'll say, I will say, here's our plan. These are the goals that we have set out together. Yeah. We have our budget. We have our household. We have our, our future plans of how we want to, you know, uh, advance this relationship and, and work together as a team towards the future. And I, I, I see a lot of times where I need to um, reassure my partner mm-hmm. and let her know, like, look, this is the plan that we set forward. Yeah. This is what we have, co- have accomplished so far. The plan is working. Mm-hmm. So it's like, trust the plan, trust the process, um, and just don't worry about things that you can't control. Yeah. 
um, you know, in the process of selling a home and combining our households is extremely stressful for both of us. It's stressful for me because I'm very territorial Mm -hmm. and my house, I'm like, why the fuck did you move that? (laughs) Like, where's my goddamn nail clippers? Mm -hmm. You know, (laughs) like what the fuck? And then, you know, I freak out because my nail clippers aren't in the same spot they've been for the past 12 years. Yeah. And she's like, well, I moved them over here with all the other. With all the other. Shale <laughs> shit to take it. I'm like, oh, okay, well. Makes sense. Don't do it That makes sense. But please leave my shit. <laughs> right? uh, one of the big issues that we're having right now is my clutter. Mm-hmm. I have a bedside table where it's like, you know, I have like a tomahawk. About seven or eight books. It's the got, usual. I've got mail from yeah. three years ago, um, but everything's there. That it's like spare keys. That you I know, know where it all is. I know where it's at, <laughs> and it, there's a reason why all that shit is there because I'm going to need it one day. Um, I leave my books there because it's a reminder of how fucking lazy I am about mm-hmm. reading. And uh, but she, it, the clutter bothers her. Yeah. Um, and I know that. So. Do I need, really need to have that shit on my bedside table? No, I don't. I would rather just, my solution is get rid of the fucking bedside table Mm -hmm. because I'm going to put shit on it. So I'm just going to throw everything away. (laughs) Like that would be my solution, but that's not rational. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's a man. That's what I would do though. I mean, if if it it came up, I mean, that's, that's how I do. Right. That's a, that's fixing the problem. Like this table's here, it collects shit. So I'm just going to throw the table away and it's not going to fucking push it anymore. Um, I had my shit somewhere else. Yeah. So (laughs) now it's going to end up on the bathroom counter. Mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) Um, So there's, when you're combining households, like we are selling a house, fixing up a house, selling it, Going through that whole process is super fucking stressful. Yeah. Um, I think we've navigated it beautifully. Um, she, on the other hand, has a panic attack about every 15 minutes mm-hmm. when she starts thinking about bills, budgets, uh, selling the house, cutting grass, like the, the clutter. What are we going to do about this? What are we going to do about that? We need to go on a trip. We need a break. Like we need to be doing. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Pump the brakes mm-hmm. and you have to like, I, because I'm more, uh, grounded mm-hmm. in today. I'm not so worried about tomorrow yeah. and I'm not, I try not to worry about the past. I do dwell on the past a lot. And then that's something I'm working on myself, which we're going to talk about later mm-hmm. in the podcast. Um, but it, it's a, it's a teamwork thing. We, we play off each other yeah. that, if I'm having a bad mental health day, she is the the stable one. She's mm-hmm. the rock. And she will be the one to be like, baby, it's okay. You know, we're, it's, we're, we're going to move on and we're going to do, or whatever I'm having a problem with. And same vice versa. Yeah. Um, and I realized that it's a security thing with her that, um, she feels like things are chaotic and, and, and unstable. I'm looking at them like those are just little blips on the radar that I'm focused on our goal. Yeah. Um, but she doesn't think like I do. So when she's freaking out, I have to realize she's freaking out from her perspective. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that is, I have a failed marriage. You know, I've gone through the fucking gauntlet and, um, <clears throat> 
you know, I got the fucking scars to prove it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I have the experience of looking back on how shit can go south mm-hmm. from being um, oblivious. Yeah. That's really, <laughs> yeah. you know. And I think you hit on it there with the one, one person's freaking out, the other one just being steady. Mm-hmm. Like that's a sign of a proper relationship. Yeah. Um, Cause yeah, I can remember at 18, 19 years old, if, if one of us was freaking out, the other would freak out too. And that doesn't achieve anything at all. Yeah, it makes things I mean, way worse. Yeah. It's throwing gasoline on a fire. Yeah. Uh, even, even now, if really bad shit happens and she's, she's freaking out about it, even if I'm into, uh, freaking out on the inside, you gotta, you gotta project that calm and, uh, yeah. Find a solution. I mean, because you can still find a solution. You can still be the man and, and find a solution, even even when it's a problem you can't fix. Uh, yeah, you, know, you can you can make the problem smaller. Um, so for the guys out there, if you're struggling with anxiety um, over certain things, like you got to get that shit under control. Whether it's, I know there's a lot of people that don't like medication, medicating for mm-hmm. problems, but it could be a fucking chemical imbalance. Yeah. You know, um, I have had several brain injuries, um, which would be called considered like a mild traumatic brain injury, mm-hmm. right? Concussions. Uh, I don't know. Several. I would say what's, what's considered several. A few. <laughs> yeah. More than a few. <laughs> well, I would say yeah. there's three that I remember. Yeah. <laughs> I've also had a seizure before mm-hmm. as a kid from a high temperature, a high fever. Um, and that, that affects your brain chemistry. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've done boxing and kickboxing and jujitsu and um, fucking stick fighting. And I've jumped out of airplanes and I've been close to b- some big explosions and machine yep. guns. And all that shit takes a toll on your mm-hmm. brain. Um, there's a myriad of things that I do personally to um, help with my anxiety issues and my depression issues. Um, One of them is to let my partner know that these are some issues that I have. And here's how you can tell if I am having a a anxiety issue or here's what you can like. These are the signs of me getting depressed. I will start like getting, um, I'll have a short fuse. Mm-hmm. I will feel like I can't handle a lot of situations that I could normally easily handle. Yeah. Um, and having a partner that you can trust to say that to is actually incredibly amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I don't think that we're meant to go through this life alone. No. Um, without a partner. And not just without a partner. We're meant to have a... a group of other men around yes, too. That is that's what we're yeah. It's that's important and that's something that for millions of years we did. Yeah. And it's something that almost doesn't exist now unless you go out and you have to really work it. hard to make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a crazy world out there. We have some crazy schedules and it's mm-hmm. we work so much for so little. Um like so little 
maybe maybe you make a lot of money. Yeah. But how spiritually fulfilling is that? Yeah. To do that. Um, what are you selling <laughs> to make that money? You're trading hours of your life. Yeah. For money for digits mm-hmm. in a bank account. That's it. Yep. If that makes you feel secure, like, okay, cool, but it can all go away in the fucking snap of a finger. Mm-hmm. Those digits can be erased. Um, look at what, 2008? Yep. Um, when did Obama win the first time? When was he first, like 2004? Or, oh, yeah, 04, wasn't it? Was it? 2009. No. No. Oh, he was 2008. 2008. Yeah. Yeah. So, look at what happened in 2008, and there was another dip. They call it dip or a uh, yeah, small recession. recession. Yeah. Um, where I remember specifically in 2008, I was at Fort Jackson, and when the housing bubble burst, the banks locked their fucking doors. Mm-hmm. There was a run on the banks. Um, people were lined up trying to get on Fort Jackson. They had to post um, MPs with Humvees and fucking machine guns yep. um, as like riot control because people needed wanted to come on post to get their gas tanks full mm-hmm. filled like it was fucking crazy yeah. we thought like this is it our economy's collapsing um it and so uh your spiritual well-being as a man you need to first recognize that uh you have needs as a man spiritual mm-hmm. needs that can only be fulfilled by being around other men yeah um, and as much of a Billy badass as you want to be and think that you can do it alone, I mean, you can for a while. Yeah. I mean, there's like some rare, even mountain men back in the day yeah. had a rendezvous where they, got, to get, they got together once a year. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so that, that can turn into kind of a toxic environment where, uh, men can get into like the locker room mentality type mm-hmm. of shit. But, uh, it takes, uh, but if you're just around other men, it's not that bad. No, like, I mean, it's just it's dudes doing what dudes do, right? With each other, I mean, I'm fortunate to my job, mm-hmm. my career is, um, dude time pretty much every yeah. time I go to work, yeah. and it's cool. I can like let off steam, and mm-hmm. um, it's awesome. Uh, but I do need a deeper, more spiritual connection with other men. Yep. And so what we have started doing is once a week for two weeks now going, we mm-hmm. have dude time. We'll go three, fishing. It's three weeks now, isn't it? Three weeks? I think this is your third week of dude time. Well, we've been fishing twice. Fishing twice. And didn't you go to the rock too? Uh, no, I did not. Okay. Uh, that was two other guys went, okay. but still they were going yeah. to get their dude time in, yeah. man. And, um, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just so relaxing. To be with other guys and vent about the shit that you need to vent. Yeah. That you can't vent to your wife or your girlfriend because they will freak the fuck out. Mm-hmm. They will feel like they are not in a secure position. Yep. Um, so or that they're failing in some way. Yeah, yeah. Know, they'll feel like they're they'll they'll put it on themselves like, oh my god, I I'm and then three years from now it'll come up and yeah. you'll be an asshole for it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yep. It'll be on a, a it'll be amongst a long list of shit mm-hmm. <laughs> that will come up. Um so uh we we went fishing at Lake Watery today. Yep. And it was just three of us, three guys, 
in kayaks, and a, one guy had a John boat. Um, I heard you saved y'all's asses. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Man, we would have fucking... <laughs> we'd still be out of that lake trying to make it back home. <laughs> Uh, we got a little ambitious with our kayaking abilities. <laughs> it was a beautiful day. Um, I caught the I caught the first fish of the day, and the subsequent four fish. Yeah. Right at the very end, Paul caught a fish. Mm-hmm. Lee is o for two. <laughs> Had no fish the first day. No fish today. Um, he's got all the gear like a yeah. fisherman. I mean, he's got every, all the shit, but I just don't see him catching fish, man. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know about that guy. <laughs> he seems to, <laughs> we'll see. Um, I don't know where we're going to go next week, but we're definitely going to have dude time next week and we're going to kayak and fish. Yeah. I, we might go back to Lake Watery, actually. Uh, but the water is just so warm. The fish are, um, yeah. deep. Yeah. Like, I think the crappie are like, 14 to 25 feet. Yeah. You know, um, and we don't have the gear for that. In the I want to go down to the right over here, around the corner. Yeah. Where we, you all went out that one time. That's where I want to go. Yeah, we got stopped, man. Yeah. But it's pretty to kayak around. Yeah. There's a little creek back there. It's, it's pretty. There's jackfish and uh, bass, apparently. See, back in the day in 91, there were, the dam broke here. Mm-hmm. And, um, years and years and years before that, that was the aqueduct for yeah. the city. Um, but then I was stocked with fish and, um, but the dam broke in 91. So a lot of people say the lake really hasn't recovered yeah. from that yet. Mm. Uh, but man, it's been fucking what? 30 years. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, you'd think there'd be some big fish in that, but I drove by, uh, I drove to Great Falls on the way here. Mm. That big dam there in Great Falls. Have yeah. you ever seen that one? Uh-huh. Um, maybe we could go up there yeah. sometime. Go fishing. Or- yeah, I would like to hit... Um, I would like our dude time to grow to be a big event. Yeah. Um, that we could do annually, semi-annually, whatever. Where we could just go like take over a campground. Some yeah, state yeah. park and just... There's a... The pond where I go up by me, uh, up towards McBee, mm-hmm. um, that's where I take take my canoe out all the time. Um, we might have to go out there. Okay. If you ever have a weekend off and we can ever get the gang together, yeah, that we should cool. all go up there. Um, I love that pond. I mean, it's it's there, man-made, but it's, mm-hmm. it's a nice one. So. There's one central theme that I have found with due time. It's nature. Mm-hmm. Getting out in the woods, you know, hunting, hiking, fishing, um, doing like rock climbing yeah. or rappelling or camping. There, there's, there's an, something about that connection with nature and men. Um, yeah, I mean, millions of years of yeah, evolution. It's I in mean, our it's- DNA. <laughs> it's, it's in you, man. Um, it's really cool. And I'm, you know, for me, like fishing, I haven't fished in over a decade. And I'm like super rusty fishing. But, yeah. you know, I remember how to put a worm on a fucking hook mm-hmm. and throw it in the water. And, you know, I can navigate a kayak yeah. and um, just get out there and fucking do it. Mm-hmm. And this, this year, I'm really desperately wanting to get a deer in my freezer mm-hmm. for the winter. 
in the spring, like have enough meat to get through the winter and spring that we can eat off of. Yeah. Um, so probably be multiple deer that I need to get, but mm. that's a goal of mine to get a deer this deer season, which has already started. Yeah. Um, there's just something about it, man. Like meeting up early in the morning, mm-hmm. having coffee together, putting boats in the water, you know, talking shit yep. and just, uh, um, that's a big part of it. Talking <laughs> shit. I mean, it's important. Like, yeah. It is, but, it was. It's a wonderful time, man. It's something I cherish, especially mm-hmm. now that I'm older. It's. It has always something I've loved doing as a younger man. Now that I'm older, it's something I'll cherish because uh, I realize the the importance of it. Yeah. Um, it's very important for our mental health. I don't understand how people live in cities their whole life and like work that rat race. Like, I think they're being like it's. It's getting to be where. You're like removed from it too, like by society. Because I know, like my my ma's dad, that grandpa, mm-hmm. I mean, he had a canoe or a uh, a cabin mm-hmm. up in northern Michigan, and yeah, like every other weekend he'd go up, yeah, and then he'd spend a week or two up there and on his vacation and whatnot. And it's like you can't do that. Now. You can't hardly take vacations anymore these days. Not like that. Yeah, no. I mean. No, like my dad used to go, they would uh, drive, they would all get in vans Mm -hmm. and go to Saskatchewan. Yeah, right. And and go fishing for a week. They would get in a boat and fly and it was a fucking, what do they call them, boats then? Or a fucking uh, boat plane? Yeah. They would fly to some remote location, Mm -hmm. stay in a cabin. You know, I remember seeing pictures, my dad would bring pictures back of a big pile of bear shit right outside their cabin. Catching Northern Pike and doing, you know, cool shit. And I was like, man, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. With my, like, you can't do it anymore. No, I mean, I did that at 19 and 20. Yeah. I mean, that's when I did my little adventure. But yeah, no, you, But shit, how much would a trip like that cost? Oh, man, it'd be thousands. Thousands I mean, of dollars. Yeah. I mean, so, my solution is little micro trips. Mm-hmm. And maybe a big trip every once in a while. I would love for a group of us to go out to the fucking Red Rocks and hike, you know, or Arches National Park. Yeah. Uh, That would be so cool. But I am perfectly happy with us enjoying the nature here in South Carolina. Mm -hmm. Maybe go to North Carolina, Georgia. Yeah. um, And just dude out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, fucking cook some campfire food. Yeah. Talk with each other, fart, drink beer, talk shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I it's great, and um, I'm gonna make it a priority in my life. And I think we talked on one of the episodes about like women being involved in mm-hmm. out these hunting and fishing trips. Yeah, I f- I feel weird. I I don't want to knock it. Because it's it it's can cool. work. It can work. It can. I mean, um, it's awesome that women want to be involved with their guys doing doing this mm-hmm. kind of activities. But women, please let your men have time with other men. Yeah. You don't have to be attached to them twenty four seven. And then on the on the same note, dudes, let your ladies yeah. have oh, ladies yeah. too. Hundred percent. Yeah. You know, even if they don't want to, make it happen somehow. I mean, 
so at least support them. Yeah. In that, like, when my girlfriend wants to go hang out with her her girlfriends, mm-hmm. the only thing I'll say is that sounds great. I, you know, have fun. Mm-hmm. You know, call me if you need if you need me. Yeah, I'll be here. And then don't fucking call or text them Mm-mm. the whole time they're gone. No. <laughs> don't be checking in on them. Where are you guys at? Women, don't take advantage of that and be out hoeing around. You know, which guys, I guess we could do it too. We could yeah. be out hoeing around. But um, I think there's honesty and communication are, are huge part mm-hmm. of this, right? So if we're going to go to a strip club... Which some guys want to go fucking have dude time at a strip club, I guess. Whatever. Y'all can sit around and have boners together yeah. watching a girl shake her butt. Have fun. If that's your thing, <laughs> go for it. Just be honest with your girlfriend. Be like, hey, we're all yeah. going to a strip club tonight. Yeah. Don't say we're going to church and then y'all go to a strip club. <laughs> that's lying and that's counterproductive. Yeah. Um, I would say get out in nature. Mm-hmm. At least hike a trail. You don't have to do a high adventure, you know, walk the whole fucking Appalachian Trail. Um, Just go sit on a dock and fucking drop a line in Mm -hmm. and sit next to another guy and talk about some shit. Yeah. You know, it's, um, it's freeing. There's, there's something about it, man, that makes you, it makes me crave next, I'm I'm looking forward to next week. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, it makes me want to get other guys out there. Yeah. You know, like, I want to tell, like, dude, come on, man. This is so cool. I, I'm asking, every like, everybody on the Vote Map page, mm-hmm. if you want to join in on our dude time to go fishing, you're all invited. Yeah. All of you. Um, We're hiking, and I know <clears throat> yeah. we've got about half of our audience is ladies. Maybe uh, push your dudes into it, too. Uh, yeah. Because I bet they'll come back better. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not like we're going to lead them on some kind of spiritual quest or anything. Mm-hmm. But that'd be there. That comes later. I mean, yeah. we'll do that at some point. That's, but, yeah, because well, that no, straight up, that is an important thing too. Absolutely. Um. Yeah, we got to get everybody drinking the Kool Aid at regular dude time first, and then we'll go full on. Yeah, it's a process. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. We we have plans. For our platform. Yep. Um, I've been throwing out like some knots on the page. Like, hey, learn the square knot. Learn mm-hmm. the bowling. Learn, you know, a half inch. Just practice it. Just this skills, easy skills that you could use throughout your daily life. Yeah. Um, uh, Pat McAfee. Not Pat McAfee. McNamara. Mm-hmm. Um, Pat Mac on Instagram. Uh, former Delta Force operator, he has dude stuff. Mm-hmm. Basic, basic dude stuff is what he says. You know, like learn how to tie knots, work out, get out in nature, learn how to cook, and you know, respect nature. Mm-hmm. That's basic dude stuff. You know, there's a lot of stuff that you can do that's just basic. You know, learn how to take care of blisters on your feet. Yep. You know, that's a huge yeah. fucking thing, <laughs> but it's so basic. Uh, learn how to do first aid on yourself. If you get a little cut, scrapes, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, 
these are the kind of things that we're going to start doing on the Bitchute page, mm-hmm. which is established now, right? Yep. We got it up. Uh, I tried uploading audio to it. Can't do audio only on Bitchute. So we are going to try and find some workarounds. We're going to start doing some videos here yep. in the near future. Um, so if you if you have any input on the videos you want us to do, um, I'm, for me, I'm going to do bug out bags, a little bit of field craft that I know. Um, we're planning on the uh, the aquaponics setup. Aquaponics, yeah. We were just talking about that. Um, which I think episode twenty nine, next episode, we're gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna jump into that. Yep. Uh, because I'm ready to get my aquaponics stuff started for the winter. Yeah. Um, I think I've linked up with one other guy, and we're gonna do some long range marksmanship mm-hmm. training. Long range, um, which I'm pretty well versed in marksmanship. And um, trauma, uh, care for trauma wounds and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Uh, what else could we do? Um, Amy, you've been posting a bunch of stuff right. on uh, plants and weeds. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're going to do a uh, an herbal show here soon, talking about herbal actions. Um, yeah, that would be so cool. Yeah, we did the mushroom show, mm-hmm. which was awesome. Well, I yeah. love that show. Yeah, we'll do a local herb show too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then not just the herbs themselves, but, uh, right at that, I want to have on that episode when we do that, I want to have pine needle tea. Oh yeah. We'll get them. Yeah. I want to drink that during the show. I've, I've been <laughs> wanting to ma- like make some pine needle tea cause I've heard it's like, a, it's extremely high in vitamin C. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's actually very tasty. Yeah. Um, but it's, it has to be. White pines, right? Yeah, or, it helps. I mean, you can use the other You can ones, use the other, yeah. But most of the pines in South Carolina are either mm-hmm. loblolly pines or you have white pines, yep. right? Yep. Um, so we can talk about how to distinguish between the two because mm-hmm. uh, they look pretty similar pretty to similar. the untrained eye, yeah. but there is a big difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> that's, you know, not only that's not dude stuff, that's uh, this kind of stuff, our community and our network that we need to be versed on. Yeah. Because um, the podcast might not be around mm-hmm. forever. The bit shoot, YouTube, all that shit might not be around forever. Um, also, it would just get you out in nature and mm-hmm. you'll realize you don't need to go to the store um, for herbs and spices as much as you think you do. No, you really don't. <laughs> I mean, you don't. No, there's there's plenty of stuff in your yard right now mm-hmm. that'll, that'll cover the majority of what you're looking for. Um, so, dudes, get outside. Mm-hmm. With other dudes. With other dudes. Yep. Even if it's your children, if you have sons. Mm-hmm. Especially if you have sons. Yeah. Get outside with them. Because uh, you're not, uh, this is going to sound shitty, you're not being a good dad if you're not being a good man. Yeah, for real. I mean? Like, that's... Uh, 100%. You... Lead by example. Mm-hmm. Those kids see everything you do. Yeah. If you sit on your ass and watch fucking football every weekend mm-hmm. and, you know, you don't interact with society. Yeah. Like, you know, those kids, they're going to grow up to be just like you. Mm-hmm. They're going to f- emulate you. I'm not saying that sports is not a worthwhile uh, distraction from life, which is... If you need a distraction in your life, then, you know, watch this. I like watching hockey and a baseball game every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Football, I could take it or leave it. I don't, you know, it's not my thing. I don't, 
um, enjoy watching the senseless activity where people get brain damage. Yeah. You know, like that's part of the, like it's just an accepted part of it. Mm-hmm. But I do like MMA and, and combat sports. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of a hypocritical. Yeah. I mean, parts, but, um, that's the problem with, with, with sports though. It's, it's vicariously filling the void mm-hmm. that you're not filling as a man by going out and having dude time. I mean, this is shit that you should be out doing yeah. in the real world. You could use sports as dude time. Mm-hmm. Uh, like me and my my older son, we watch uh, UFC fights and or MMA in general. We watch any any. Yeah. Um, but and we talk about it, and it's our our way of community. We hang out with each other, mm-hmm. and we we have our dude time. But we also do other things together, yeah. you know, hiking and camping. And, um, we have conversations about mental health mm-hmm. <laughs> with my, you know, and we talk about him going into the military and budgeting and some of the pitfalls that the military has, yeah. uh, especially women yeah. <laughs> around military bases. Um, and car salesmen mm-hmm. and payday loans, yep. that kind of shit like that I've passed on to them, um, from my own experience. And, um, if you have skills that you're not passing on to your children, you're failing them mm-hmm. as a man, period. Um, if it's your job to make <laughs> that kid more successful than you, now, like, I mean, that's. Boys are extremely dangerous mm-hmm. if they're untrained. Yeah. <laughs> they grew up to be fucking vile men mm-hmm. who can be danger to society. I don't know. Women, like, they're not the same. If you let a woman go feral, a young girl, like, she can be self-destructive, right? And well, raise shitty kids. That's the thing, though. She'll go up and she'll find a piece of shit. Yeah. And breed more pieces of shit. Yeah. I mean, it's... Yeah. Um, and not always, but... But you could always trace it back to a man who failed in mm-hmm. his role, right? Correct. Uh, eventually, it all goes back to a man who failed yeah. in his role of being a man and a provider for that family. Um, so I think that's a good place to stop is, you know, men, you need to recognize your responsibilities as yeah. a man. Um, also, part of manning up is admitting uh, your failures and fixing them and communicating that clearly with your partner. Um, <clears throat> if your partner doesn't respect that, you need to find a new partner. And I think, I think the, the one thing that the, we, that we're highlighting here is you need to Oops. accept the responsibilities to yourself too. I mean, you don't need to be completely selfish but you gotta have your shit squared away for real. Um, don't jump into a relationship until you have your shit together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for, like, don't bring a whole bunch of fucking untended baggage no. um, onto, especially if she's a single mom already mm-hmm. who's been done wrong by another man. Yeah, dude, come on, get your shit together before you go. Uh, and ooh, maybe I'm telling on myself a little bit here. But, uh, fucking guys, man, please listen to me. Get your shit together before you start, uh, trying to get the heart of a single mom. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
I'm a single dad. And, um, man, I don't even know where to go from there. Get your fucking shit together, guys. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Get your shit together. If you don't know how to fucking get your shit together, go online. Listen to Joe Rogan, Jocko Willink, fucking uh, Jordan Peterson. Uh, go, there's tons of fucking well, better yet to go find d- local dudes local guys, who have man. their shit together or who have the appearance of having their shit together that's like the whole mentor mentee yeah deal that you, everybody needs a mentor in their life mm-hmm. everybody uh, maybe that's something we could do on the vote map page if there's young men yeah. on that are on the vote map page that you're looking for a mentor in your life Fucking speak up that we have some older gentlemen that are mm-hmm. got their shit way together, yeah. way more than me. I yeah. tell you that there's yeah. a lot of guys out there. Um, if you want to come to me for advice, like I, I'm, I'm a fucking grizzled veteran when it comes to relationships with women. Mm-hmm. I'll be more than happy to fucking talk to you about uh, all the ways that I have fucked up. I mean, I've got my one really, really shitty one, and now my good one. I yeah. mean, it only took me one. To, to unfuck myself and make sure that the next one... Oh, yeah. There's one like my fucking Hiroshima mm-hmm. relationship. <laughs> um, but there's a lot of little... I, I jumped head first into the fucking dating pool. Yeah. Uh, totally unprepared to be the man that I needed to be mm-hmm. in these relationships. Um, but maybe that was for my own mental health. I was needed to have that part of my life. Mm-hmm. Um Women would call it a hoe phase, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but um, women, please, if you're listening to this, uh, allow your man to be a man. Yeah. Don't allow him to be a little bitch no. and treat you like shit. What I'm saying is if he is actually making an effort to better himself... Something that goes a long way is a little pat on the bottom saying, baby, I'm so proud of you. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck yeah. God you don't know how damn. Yeah, like, <laughs> holy shit. Working like 75 hours a week yeah. for like a month straight. Yeah. Oh, man, that feels so fucking good. <laughs> to, hey, babe, you did real good this summer. Thanks. Yeah. Oh, like, holy shit. Just those little words. I'm so Even proud of you. Even when you've been stuck at home with... The kids all summer yeah. and live in hell. I, I believe me, man. you did good too. But damn it, it just feels good. So that man will go fucking move mountains mm-hmm. for you after you say that. Yeah, you know, uh, like I there's something that my girlfriend does. Like I'll go to the gym one time in a whole fucking two month span, mm-hmm. right? One time, and I'll be, I'll come home and like flex my muscles. Like yeah. ooh, I went to the gym today, and she'll <laughs> she'll she'll touch my muscles and be like, ooh, baby, I can. They're getting bigger. I can tell already. Like. Uh, it's, uh, it's fucking bullshit. I know it's bullshit. She knows it's bullshit. But I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go to the gym tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, ladies, we're not that complicated. We're, no. We're fucking dogs. <laughs> yeah. That's what we are. We need a pack and yeah. we need positive well, reinforcement. Yeah. And then some snacks every once in a while. That's, That's about it. Pat us on the head. Give yep. us some meat. Yep. You know, make us come. Yep. And we're good. That's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. And then... To be able to go out and roll with our pack every once in a while. Every okay. once in a while. Guys, if you're doing it, if that's the majority of your time is spent running mm-hmm. with the pack, you, you know, you might have your priorities out of whack. Yeah. Um, if you're a single guy, that's that's another story. Mm-hmm. Um, so, are we getting are we getting into like gender roles? Maybe. I mean, Maybe that's something we could talk about later when we have the beautiful girlfriend here. Maybe your wife could come. We could try. 
we'll get some women on here. Maybe yeah, Amy will yeah, come on. Yeah. I want to get her on for real. Yeah. She's she's cool. Yeah. Um, we're going to get some more women involved, and we'll talk about gender roles. Mm-hmm. Some people call them traditional gender roles. Mm-hmm. I have a traditional girlfriend. She loves being in the kitchen and cooking and cleaning and uh, making the bed and, you know, all that kind of shit. She loves it. Some women are like, nah, fuck that. Yeah. I'm going hunting and, you know, four-wheeling and all that. Okay. But I bet at the end of the day, you're still like to be pampered Mm -hmm. and be taken care of and be secure. Yeah. You know, like every other woman. Because it's in your DNA. Just like our guy, you know, for guys, it's in our DNA. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only other thing I can say is open your minds. Don't trust the government. And Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Thanks, guys. Adios.